Hey there, and welcome to the wonderful world of Disney Plus. This week we are three brothers and a sister uh, without a dad, and we four brothers. Oh shoot! All right, we're four brothers and a sister, and without a dad still. Uh, and we're going to be talking about one of my favorite Disney movies, uh, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Um, but before we do, my name is Ben. I'm Sam. I'm Kat. I'm Ike. I'm Abe. All right, and uh, Abe, you sound so excited. Uh, I'm Abe. Favorite part of the show. I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, before we start, um, I saw one of the cool things. Uh, the Oscars happened last night. Uh, not that crazy normally, but uh, some pretty awesome stuff yeah. happened. But Cruella won an Oscar for uh, uh, costume wow. design, which I think was made sense the whole oh, movie is yeah. about literally costume design so uh, <laughs> i thought that was pretty cool and then uh Encanto won obviously for um uh for animated and then best i think west side story picture. also won best supporting actress was it or actress one of the two uh I'm so sure disney seemed wow. to do pretty good which was cool uh will smith did great as well it seemed like but you know oh, pretty, yeah pretty fun top but, That's yeah. the only Oscar I heard about. Yeah. <laughs> He's hitting on all levels, I would say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, has anyone watched anything since last week? Uh, anything they want to shout out or mention? Um, we started Parallels on Disney Plus. I don't know if anyone else got a chance to start it. Um, I saw the trailer, but I haven't watched. Yeah, the trailer looked it. okay. It kind of looked kind of unique and sci-fi, kind of cool music and stuff. Um, but we started it in about a couple minutes in, I'm like, what is wrong with their lips? I'm like, what is going on here? And I looked it up and it was filmed and everything was done in France. So basically so it's dubbed, dubbed, it's dubbed in English, which I'm like, that is, <laughs> I mean, that's fine, obviously, but it was super weird because they're advertising it like a main show that came out. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a quiet release. And I think that kind of makes sense because it was, I mean, I know other countries have to deal with it, but it was pretty jarring. Like, I don't know. And yeah, it's it, hard to watch if you're not used <laughs> to it for sure. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll maybe watch more than five minutes, and that wasn't the only reason I turned off. It just it seemed different. I don't know, different uh, style from the other shows they've done. Mm. But yeah, and then we watched through all of uh, Loki again this past week, which reminded me how great of a show it is. It's so much fun. Yeah. But Mobius is I'm one sure. of my favorite characters of all time. <laughs> but yeah, that's all we watched. So the parallels is Disney Plus original, or are they just yeah. Yeah. Oh, we I would not like seen or heard anything. I feel like they just release them and yeah, we don't know yeah, anything. Well that's about probably or, why. Because never, like I don't think their main audience is the no. US for this show, which is kind of cool that they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I mean it looks like I, I I didn't see it either. I saw someone mentioning like a Facebook post and I'm like, what is that? So I like, looked it up and then I had found the trailer trailer that way like ten days ago or whatever. And I'm like, it looks pretty interesting. But the voices were synced a lot better in the trailer than they were in the show. So yeah. Well, they also in trailers anyway. They, yeah, it's say like characters will say things that they don't say at that moment. Right. So you're, I feel like you're kind of used to that in trailers. Yeah. Yeah. The so. uh, is anyone uh, you know they added Agents of Shield as well as the other Marvel stuff. Has anyone mm-hmm. watched Agents of Shield before? I've only seen like the first. Josh I've watched, and I them all. watched a couple episodes. Would you like it, Sam? Would you yeah. recommend it? yeah i really liked it uh it gets a little weird in the last few seasons uh they start to get into some time travel and like Mm -hmm. multiple dimensions and stuff and uh it gets a little bit less enjoyable to follow but yeah i mean colson's in it through the whole thing and colson's just a great character um so it's fun and it's really fun because at, at least up until a certain point it really ties into the movies like especially with um 
Captain America 2, the Winter Soldier, like a bunch of the events of one of the seasons really ties into that because it's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you know, and they get whatever. The Hydra right. kind of takes over. So, but it's 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 a good series. Okay, we haven't had you on in a little while. What have you guys been watching anything fun? Any highlights? Um, well, we did just watch the first couple episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week, which I had never seen. So that was interesting. Um, definitely not like it's so hard because the Marvel movies are so good. And then I feel like the show was less, it wasn't as quality as like WandaVision yeah. or mm-hmm. those shows. But so I think it would maybe be a little bit more of an acquired taste. But yeah. it's a lot more really of a good, standard but... TV show like crime yeah. kind of thing. It's yeah, got visual effects, but not near as. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, like the visual. I yeah. think at one point they're flying somewhere, and it looks like I mean, ah. too, no, nowhere near what the movies look like. Yeah. So the best part um, of that first season is when uh, they're bringing in the new agent, and they go, "What clearance level are you?" And he's like, "I'm a clearance level seven or whatever." <laughs> and then Coulson walks in the room and goes, "Now you're an eight. Yeah, that was because funny. he was supposed to be dead. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's cool. That is a good moment. Is Coulson's character is he good in the show? Like, cause obviously he survived. I mean, yeah, didn't know that already. Yeah. What do you mean? Is he good? Is he as good as he is in the movies as he is in the show? Yeah. Like, is yeah. he a big character throughout the whole show? He's kind of yeah. like the Nick okay. Fury. Yeah, like, he's awesome. the guy assembling the team and calling all the shots. Kind of has the plan. Yeah. Hmm. That's just shocking <laughs> that they haven't brought him over into the movies yet. I mean, well, not, apparently it's not will. considered. Canon. part of the canon anymore oh yeah hmm. interesting or an alternate dimension well, or whatever really because like i think they were saying all the netflix shows that were ported over to disney plus or some of them are canon apparently i think they'll all probably be alternate dimensions or something yeah. i mean that's because like they you know the dark hold or whatever is in wandavision yeah, at the what, end and saying. there's a whole season or two oh, yeah. based yeah. on the dark hold and it looks completely different right mm. yeah so is more so with the daredevil with kingpin and stuff you know and with him showing mm-hmm. up at hawkeye which is yeah i don't know it'll be interesting to see how they kind of explain some of those timelines yeah well daredevil was in spider-man spider-man and spider-man too. yeah and that yeah. mainly that's why yeah anyways yeah all right well we should move on then to the main the main movie we're going to review we've been talking the last few weeks about something we could you know we could talk about we wanted to do something that was maybe you know like mid 2000s uh it's it's i think a fun era uh for disney movies um this movie the lion the witch in the wardrobe is this was my lord of the rings basically until lord of the rings i had seen that which i you know we didn't get to watch until after this for some reason uh you know we were pretty young i guess not that young for the grand scheme of the world but our family we didn't watch a ton of stuff until then uh but uh, yeah, so I mean, amazing movie. I had read this book so many times or listened to it on, on an audio. So it was amazing getting to watch it uh, when it came out. Or actually, I don't think I saw it in theaters, but afterwards, um, 2005. Yeah. So it's, you know, pushing 17 wow. years wow. now. That's insane. Which That's is nuts. mind blowing. Uh, I mean, that means like the little kids are like almost That's 40. Incredible, you know, actually. so. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I looked it up today, actually. Uh, the actor who plays Peter William Mosley, he's I think he's thirty five. Oh wow, that so, that's crazy. Young. Are you sure that young? 
Yeah, I think so. That's, what, it up too. that's what Google said. Huh. Although none of them have ever been in another movie since then. No, uh, <laughs> Lucy. I Surely saw her Lucy in something, I think. I don't know what, though. Or it was her twin. Cause well, <laughs> other than the or, uh, witch, but none of the kids. <laughs> other than the what? The White Witch. And uh, oh, obviously, obviously. Everyone else has been in huge. quite a few. But yeah, not, I'm just yeah. saying. The main, the, group the of main kids. four kids were. One hit wonders. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or two hit wonders, I guess. They were in the sequels. Yeah. But and if you hadn't know, had like, you know if you didn't grow up with a story or you didn't weren't a child watching it, I could see it being like a little bit harder to get into just with the you know, the kids being the main basically the main, you know, uh heroes. But uh yeah, I mean, but Harry Potter's, Potter's the really, same yeah. way. Yeah, that's true, that's Harry true, Potter, I guess. Like- Percy Jackson, all those. Yeah, well, the Percy Jackson movies are terrible. And uh, okay, but <laughs> but that's more of an issue with the movies than the yeah. kids. Well, the kids aren't very good either. I would say. Well, I mean, they're no, fine, but no, they're, they're not. not. They get progressively worse in the next movies. Yeah, for they're sure. They're pretty good in the first one. I feel like. I think they're innocent. Edmund and Lucy are the better ones, and then the older two are bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind them sometimes, but then other moments, I'm like, oof, that was you know. But. Uh, also directed by Andrew Adamson, who hasn't done much other than the Shrek movies and really hasn't done a lot since then. Uh, huh. I mean, he did Prince Caspian and then he did like nothing, essentially. I mean, he did Mr. Pip, <laughs> which I've never heard of, Cirque du Soleil, Worlds Away, and that's basically it. So uh, oh he did he did direct the two, but he didn't do the final, well, not the final one, but the, the third one Disney made, which was The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. He did not direct that. Um, yeah. But he directed Shrek, which was I a huge blockbuster. I think Disney was so. associated with Voyage of the Dawn Treader. It is, I thought I mean, they, they only they did own it the now. first two. 20th Century took over, and then now Disney owns it again. Right. So. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I don't even think we need to go through the story at all. I mean, hopefully everyone knows The Chronicles of Narnia. Has good actors outside of the kids. Uh, like you said, Till Swinton, which is Swinton, uh, who plays, yep. I mean, like the ancient one in uh, Doctor Strange, which she's really good. I mean, she plays a ton of stuff. but that's All I can of think of when yeah. I see her. Yeah. Um, she's a <laughs> very strange looking person, I think, or just unique, you know. So I think she does an amazing mm-hmm. job as the White Witch. Um, For sure. And then I think also uh, James McAvoy, McAvoy uh, mm-hmm. he plays mm-hmm. Mr. Tumnus. Great casting. Um, Liam Neeson plays Aslan, which, again, amazing. Um, Makeup's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> and then actually this whole movie, I mean, really, the, I think the production is incredible on the movie. Uh, I mean, Weto did a lot of the stuff for this. Uh, Sam has, we had the, the art books growing up and man, it's just, it's so yeah, incredible it's the amount of effort they put into mm-hmm. it. Um, uh, ben but has Peter's sword. Yeah. Just also awesome. sword hanging up. It's really, this Above movie means a ton to me. I think, I don't know. I, I think it's just the whole thing is really well done. Honestly, I, I think the second two kind of tainted it just because I was a little bit like Prince Caspian. Sure. I hated it. Voyage of the Dawn Treader was okay, and mm-hmm. I was like, maybe they're all this bad. But then when you go back and rewatch the Lion, the Witch, and Wardrobe, you realize it is actually really good. But Cat, yeah, maybe give your thoughts and what it you know what what it all means to you, and we'll go from there. <laughs> uh well, like you said, it was kind of the Lord of the Rings of our age. I mean, I think I was eight when it came out. So it was like the coolest movie I'd ever seen at the time and probably was my favorite movie until I saw the Lord of the Rings. That's probably the next one. Uh, but 
I mean, we listened to the audiobooks, I mean, like probably 10 times. So I loved the story. I remember even when dad first went and saw it, like we were all like sitting in the family room quizzing him about it afterwards because we were so excited to see it. So I, I mean, I loved it. I, I actually really enjoyed them all, but the first one is by far my favorite. And even though, I mean, yeah, they're, they're child actors, you know, they're not as good as you know, they get consecutively worse, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they did a really good job kind of capturing, like, the innocence, especially um, Georgie Henley, who plays Lucy, you know, I think she does a phenomenal job in the mm-hmm. first one, like, you just, they're all super believable, you like them all, and the whole, like, I don't know, I think their character development is awesome. I actually was watching parts of it today, and uh, Edmund's character, as a kid, I never appreciated it, I just thought, Oh man, this guy's, you know, ruining it for everyone. But really, when you watch it, like as an adult, his character arc is really, it's really like heartfelt. I think it's, I don't know, as a, I feel like as having a bunch of siblings, it's, you it's can cool save brothers. See- <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cool to see how he kind of starts out like hating his siblings. You know, Peter's always telling him what to do, and or Susan's always familiar. trying to keep him in line. Yeah, and then by the end, you know, you kind of see all the bumps in the road, and then by the end, they're all, you know, happy to be siblings again. So I thought that yeah. I, I like that. But, you do that, Ed, so, so you I don't love... betray your whole family to the White Witch. It's important to listen. <laughs> yeah. Which is also the stand-in for the redemption of Aslan and you know Christ. Yeah, without him, you know, but mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Edmund's an amazing character, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the the thing they one of the things they do in this one that they kind of lost in the other two I think just the whimsicalness of it mm. um, I think the scenes where she first wanders into Narnia um, sees the lamppost and you know kind of sees the forest sees Mr. Tumnus's house um, and even when they meet like Father Christmas and all those types of things it feels very <clears throat> storybookish. Uh, more than like soaring epic and mm-hmm. I think they kind of veered away from that in the next movies but I think it's why I like this movie so much um, even though the battle's epic and all that kind of stuff it's not it's not necessarily the focal point of right. it um, sure. it's a lot smaller in scope I would say totally and it's just so much happier I mean yeah. even like the the scarier even the battle you know it happens in broad daylight not in the middle of the night when it's raining you know it's just the first one's just so much happier even in the heavier mm-hmm. moments than the second mm-hmm. one yeah and i mean i described like a very pure just yeah like cat said innocent and just simple movie like yeah even just the light scenes like it just is a happy movie like it just is puts you in a good mood to watch it and it's just a simple light versus dark movie and that's really enjoyable up until tonight because we watched it you know an hour ago i had never seen (laughs) (laughs) the killing of aslan all the way through or any of it i mean it just was not ringing a bell at all i don't think i'd watched it before because i mean the last time we watched it was i mean years ago and by that time we were probably too young but it was not what i was (laughs) expecting at all i mean it felt like a star i don't think i'd seen it until i got married (laughs) yeah like you see so many creatures in that scene that you yeah. never see in the movie. And it looks like a star Wars movie. Cause they're all like yeah. prosthetics, alien, whatever, but yeah. there's like, yeah. Wing creatures. Like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. It was... Apparently there's an extended edition. Oh yeah. Um, at some friends of ours had growing up and I think the battle is longer. There's a battle mm-hmm. between 
the harpies and the griffins. Um, wow. And I don't, I'd be interested to watch that. Yeah, that'd be point. really cool. I don't know how much it adds. It might oh, only sure. be like a, a few extra minutes for, but get on there. Yeah, like, cool. But yeah, like what it was saying about the scene though, like there are so many different creatures. Like it kind of bums, like, like, cause there's really, I mean, I guess in the final battle, there's, I mean, the, the bad side or wherever the witch's side, I mean, they've got the, you know, the, they've got the, like the trolls or whatever, and then they've got some animals and then they've got the, uh, whatever the minotaurs, the, the minotaurs. Yeah. And that's really it. But in this lion scene, I mean, they've got like, probably 10 or 20 different species of like crazy looking things but it's kind of felt it honestly felt kind of like an uh jarring scene honestly like it feels kind of almost n- not out of place in the story but like with the whole yeah. styling of the scene it's kind of weird like mm-hmm. i think it holds up really good too honestly mm-hmm. overall i mean there's definitely oh, you yeah. know some scenes like the wolves don't look as good and stuff like that but i mean yeah. honestly it's not bad and mm-hmm. i mean i think a big part of that is they do use a lot of practical stuff i mean even a lot of the woods is is uh real when they're interacting with each other and stuff um i think you know you get obviously there's there's some rough spots but uh, aslan i think still looks really good uh i think he's he's super good and i think one of the low-key best soundtracks also though fits the movie and is so crucial i think to the movie and the feeling yeah i mean just the one i always think of is obviously the battle is incredible but and even when she gets the when she gets the wardrobe through the first time is amazing but the when they go to caravel and they just see the like the the mermaid maids jump out of the water Mm -hmm. and i mean there's just this incredible music and then it goes yeah. into, uh, and then when uh, Aslan uh, does the coronation for the four kids. Into the clear just, northern yeah. sky. I get it. so good. King yeah. Gita, the Prince. Yeah. yeah, so, so good. That's yeah, true. Harry uh, Gregson Williams. But the music. Really he, did, yeah, he did the first one in the second movie, and then he did not do the third one. But he hasn't done tons of stuff in his composing oh. career, but he did a good job on the first Narnia movie, man. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even has a really good intro, I think. Uh, the whole part where, you know, they're during the blitz and you kind of get a really intense scene, you know, where they're uh, hiding out in their bomb shelter and then they have to go out to the, you know, countryside. Uh, the professor's really good, I think. Uh, they, I mean, really, just the casting in general, I think they did a great He's job. Actually, with. I will appreciate this, but the professor is from Paddington, too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Slughorn. Yeah, that too. Him. No, I love his voice. He's such a great actor. Honestly, every character yeah. he plays is an old character with lots of he wisdom. <laughs> That's because he's old. He never changes his voice. It's classic. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. He's a good character, which I didn't realize until we watched it just a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you watch it when you're like 12, you don't realize any of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and like yeah. for for me, had you guys all seen it recently until we decided we were going to review it for the mm, podcast? I watched it like, a few months ago. Yeah, like, I mean, we watched it a couple months ago, but before that, I mean, it had probably been four or five years since I've seen it. And that's yeah. kind of with, like, the, the uh, you know, the lion scene or whatever where they kill Aslan. Like, it's not because that I wasn't old enough. It's just because I haven't seen it in such a long time. Like, yeah, I assume yeah. that's for Abe and Cat, too. But <laughs> Yeah. Does, uh, what do you think of it as, like, an adaptation? Do you feel like they did a pretty good job? I think they did a really good job. I mean, I, again, I haven't read the book in a long time. Um, but I feel like there aren't many parts in the books where like when I, especially the first time I watched it when I'm like, man, they really left that out or I wish they'd included this part, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, it's really it's the book's really only a few hours it. long. It's a very short book. So I think it's a perfect book to add, you know, do an adaptation of cause it isn't that, that long. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. 
which is really nice. I but, feel like it's really close. At least, I mean, when it goes to Prince Caspian, it, I mean, it's nothing like the book hardly, but I feel like with the first one, that's one of the reasons why it was so good is because they kind of stuck to the original story that was already so well loved. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. I mean, it has just some great extra characters that you don't have in the book either. Uh, like Aureus is the main kind of centaur general. And I mean, he's so cool. He's has so a great cool. line. Uh, you know, uh, that movie, man. I mean, as a kid and even now, I think it probably holds up. But when you have when Aureus is running, they're all charging forward. The music gets real quiet. It goes, you know, it kind of gets like real stretched out and you see Aureus pull out his huge, or uh, does he pull out both swords or is a single sword? Pulls out both swords. Double-handed swords. That's when he, the double-handed sword is when he attacks the witch. Oh, yeah. 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 Because he stabs the Minotaur with both of them. Yeah. And then he pulls out the big one. Yeah. When he charges with the huge... Rhino, He's such an epic character. They, yeah, uh, take on the White Witch, but yeah, it's it's really good. Um, and I do. Th- Sam mentioned. I think the Father Christmas scene is another standout highlight. I think that's a really good scene. And I think the Beavers are super fun too. I think they. Yeah. I mean, those they nailed the be- the Beavers. Um, and that scene when Aslan brings all of the, you know, he like unfreezes all of the people yeah, that really the White Witch has turned into stone, and then they come and he kind of, you know, he roars and the light shining behind him i feel like that's like almost on par with lord of the rings like that scene yeah. is, uh, gives you chills it's so yeah. good yeah there are a couple corny scenes i think during the battle um <laughs> Definitely. like the scene where uh peter's fighting the witch is a little bit corny because <laughs> you always kinda, say that i remember every time we watched like that playing and with you him. would do with the when she does the swords, swords you yeah. know cross yeah. his neck Every time we watch that, you'd be like, oh, it's so terrible. Yeah. yeah. Terrible. And then, like, when Edmund jumps down to cut her wand or whatever, he jumps down, he misses on the first one, and then, and then somehow he, he dodges it and stabs it, even though the centaur, which is like the general of the army, couldn't do that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And. And then things like where Mr. Tumnus is in the battle, you're kind of like, okay, this guy's like... He doesn't even have any weapons. He's just like nothing down. Yeah, his, his scarf. Arm. His scarf maybe chokes people. Yeah, she's totally. not really in the he's battle. With a though. dagger, like she's like really, eight. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't really do anything though. She's not front, I mean, I do but, think yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, his, Peter fighting. I mean, at least it doesn't look like he's an expert because man, he's not, and he shouldn't be. I mean, he literally learned how to uh, use it. He yeah, he got it, given a sword and a shield like two days earlier, you know. Right. So, yeah. but man, it looks well, the book it looks does bad. Talk about the book talks about in some of the later ones. I don't know about that one. How. Like something about the Narnian air. But that's because like, they've grown up for ten years there, so they knew how yeah, to. Yeah, that's true. You know, they learned how to do all of that, or yeah. twenty years. The later ones. Yeah. Twenty years, probably. Yeah, uh, and I will say, like about the battle scene, like it is, it's really pretty a short part of the movie. Like it's not a huge part of the movie, mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, like the first, you know, the first where they all collide with each other, I think, is a truly, truly epic scene. Oh, yeah. I think more movies should follow mm-hmm. that, where it's <laughs> instead of this huge, you know, just panning back and forth yeah. all the characters, you know, like they just. Zoom out shot of all the characters running in slowly. No music, just like the prancing mm-hmm. of all the paws and everything. You know, it's so cool. Well, there's something about like collide, the cavalry like, charge. Wow. Right? Yeah. I mean, the charge of Rohan is similar. When you see yeah, the huge... just There's so much power that you're just uh, like, whoa. Yeah, yeah but, after, but after oh, that cool. scene, though, really is, I mean, really the, the best part of the whole battle, which is fine yeah. and it's hard to beat, but I wish the battle would have maybe been done not necessarily just longer, but like it felt like 
the people that coordinated the battle scene probably hadn't done tons of scenes like that. Like it felt, in my opinion, it wasn't the greatest battle scene. And the you know, I don't know. I thought the second think- Narnia had better huh. battle fights and stuff, I th- but. I think though, I mean, Nar- Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe is only rated PG, so yeah. it's yeah. really was, catering yeah. to like a young audience. Definitely. I was reading today; they said I forget what the countries were, but in a couple other countries, the rating was actually going to be higher than PG, so yeah. only recommended for like it was like eight-year-olds and up or something. So they cut out scenes so that a younger audience could watch it in those countries. Yeah, I'm not surprised. So I it's think they really intense. wanted it to be. Uh, I mean, I think movies do that a lot to, like, try to hit the rating they're going for. But I, I didn't realize it was PG. That's pretty impressive, honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It would not be nowadays, I don't feel like. I don't and know. I'm sure the the second and third, I'm sure those are PG-13. But. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I, one scene that uh, scared me to death the first time I watched it was the, when Edmund walks over, there's a wolf, and he's laying there, and it jumps up. Oh, yeah. scared me so bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's I remember that. Oh no, no, no! It wasn't that one. It was when it was the yeah. beaver. It was earlier when yeah. they pull a sheet down and a wolf jumps out. Uh-huh. That's when it was. Uh, that yeah. one scared oh, me. Susan and later. Lucy, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was watching that scene earlier. It does not work. She like she this you know the wolf jumps out at her. She looks over at the tent and there's the horn and somehow she blows it and jumps up in the tree, which is on the opposite yeah. side, but she's not holding the horn. Uh-huh. She threw the. The and thing she's over him. Yeah. No, he's so like he on the first the branch off. of the tree. And the he... other wolf just sat around for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, exactly. You know. Oh, it works. Mm-hmm. No problem. We didn't even mention the Tumnus song, the flute That's music, which I love that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so good. good. Yeah, it's a great scene. And then also, yeah, the... um, I don't, I just blanked on where I was going with that. <laughs> I don't remember. But, really? Is yeah. that one of your favorite parts? That is one of my favorite I was parts. Always, I, was, I was always so confused by that scene growing up, like when I was really little, when I first started watching the movie, just like with, with Tumnus and Lucy, and like I didn't yeah. really fully understand that he was big. There it is, yeah. So good. It's going to put me to sleep. It's a little warbly on this, but... Hold yeah. on to your cups. <laughs> what? Yeah, oh, so, cool. so you don't drop them. Yeah. 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 Also, what? Uh, how long is this one? It's not two hours and twenty minutes. Okay, or so that's a good length. Wow. I mean, I, I I feel like they just committed, and I really appreciate that. Like, I feel like they funded them well. They just they you know it could have been smaller, and yeah. it wasn't. So I really well because they had done them before. I mean, you'd yeah. seen we saw the BBC ago. ones when we were kids, and they're not worth watching oh, again those are ever. So bad. But <laughs> BBC that, one. I mean, what? that they made them in England and on the British broadcasting channel i guess i don't i think that's what bbc like reap a cheap is a guy in a costume abe oh yeah the centaurs you can see like there's a horse and then there's like a guy kind of floating above it and it's super super obvious wow it looks so bad yeah but that's i remember when it came out we were kind of like oh man i hope it's not like this at all and then of course you know you see tumnus the first time and you're like whoa (laughs) yeah (laughs) well and i I mean they did yeah go ahead uh, I was gonna sort of change the subject, so you probably go ahead. Probably make more sense. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say it's. I think it's also impressive that they kept the same cast all the way into the third one, even though, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't even the same studio. So I think that's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. Oh, that's it actually crazy. is pretty cohesive. I mean, if you had, I mean, maybe real quick highlights. I mean, do you like the second one or third one at all? Do you think they're both just trash compared to this one? What would you say? You know, about the other two. 
I really enjoyed the second one. I just think it's, I mean, it's got a lot of epic scenes. I mean, I don't think, you know, it's as light and cheery as the first one, which I think what makes Narnia so good and entertaining. But I, I like the second one probably a little bit more than the third one. Uh, but the first one's still definitely better in my mm-hmm. opinion. But I uh, loved the third one. That was like my one of my favorite stories. I liked that it was, you know, on a ship and it's super fast paced. So every island, you know, there's some different, thing that they're encountering but i also uh ben barnes who plays prince caspian is way better in the third one in the second one he's like got this super super strong mm. accent and kind of <laughs> like overkill but i feel like in the third kind one the somehow he becomes english wanda effect <laughs> yeah. yeah what happened to your accent but, yeah which but also I, eustace I, was I, perfect in that one too oh yeah that he's great. awesome he's such a good character yeah uh I have. I don't feel like I've only seen this that third one maybe, maybe twice, but it's been probably wow. six years or more, wow. maybe seven years. And Reepicheep is such a good character yeah, too. He's really good. It's crazy though how the second one takes a totally different tone. I mean, like you guys yeah. were mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. like it is just pure darkness compared to the other ones yeah, where exactly. it's like the this bright sun. Feel. I watched it again yeah. recently, and I didn't mind the tone. Honestly, the thing yeah. I like the least about it is the the Peter and prince caspian like conflict it's just so immature and babyish yeah um it's totally not in the movie or in the book either yeah and it just kind of takes away i think they just fight over the leadership right yeah and just dumb and they they really end up killing like half their army because of that because it's just like yeah yeah it just seems petty and Mm. and it's annoying yeah. I just love I think like Ramirez is a really good bad guy though. Yeah, that's yeah, he's good. He does a good job. He's really scary. I don't know. I just love like scary. the red tents and the you know everyone's armor shiny and it just feels mm-hmm. so like it feels like a painting of a fantasy yeah. thing. Whereas the other one feels like yeah. they're trying to make it actually like a fantasy thing, and I, I just don't like that as much. Um, uh, I think the polar bears is a really cool. Uh, idea with the mm-hmm. white witch's uh, carriage, yeah, carriage. But the the scene I also really don't like is I don't like the whole like ice flow, uh, waterfall breaking. I think I mean it's fine, it's not a big deal. But that was one scene I feel like doesn't hold up great anymore, and uh, I think is kind of weak. But mm-hmm. um, yeah. but yeah, I think yeah, it's an amazing movie. I think it's super underrated. Uh, I think it holds up really well, and I think it's everyone should definitely watch it. But anyone else have anything else to say about it? Ike, you said you had a tangent. Do you want to still go there? So Cars 3. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about tangent, but I was just saying earlier when we were talking about the creatures more so, um, the Griffins are awesome in this movie. I wish they would have been used a little bit more. Their scene when they're dropping all the rocks is still so, I mean, that is just such an epic thing, but that's what I was going to say. They're done super well. And they look super real, like Aslan, I think, because some of the other creatures look a little more either like, costumey or two CG in my opinion and the Griffins and Aslan look just perfect. I think they did a great I job. I think a them. lot yeah. of them were costumes. Yeah. Like those like the ram guys and the minotaurs. Like Most those were like big were. heads that they yeah. wore. Mm-hmm. They weren't CG yeah. until a third one I think. Mm-hmm. Well and all well, the fawns time, and centaurs yeah. and all those look really 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 good. I mean obviously yeah. the centaurs have a ton of CG. Well all of them do but I mean. How did they do the centaurs? <laughs> I've seen the behind the scenes. I can't remember. Like what part of it's the are they people walking around or are they are they on like no they sound real like, no i know yeah. i think they're on, like they're on like stilts okay. aren't they with yeah. like a big thing behind them like a it's big just green a fake horse i mean a cg horse, horse. Looking thing. 
if they're standing there talking, then they put on they put on like a fake horse body on them with CG on like a big stand, and they'd stand there. Uh, but if they're moving, obviously they can't do that. And then a lot of times, I think you, they were completely CG when they're moving around. Obviously. I'll tell you what the most yeah. impressive costume or car- uh, creature was is the unicorn. I mean, I still don't get how they pulled that off. You mean <laughs> yeah, glue the horn on the horse said. Yeah, I mean, it's so hilarious. Yeah, they, could he talk? Because I'm like thinking, you know, Philip can talk or whatever, Edmund's yeah. horse. And then I don't know if Peter's can, and then he dies, and you don't even ever see him again. It's just like, what happens so to him? Abe cried himself. I know. I think I the like, unicorn's kind of corny. And then I didn't get also a witch. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> she <laughs> wears <laughs> Aslan's mane, you know? Oh, yeah. That is. Keep talking, cool. Abe. No, I, I, what were you saying? <laughs> nothing. I, nothing. They're nothing. just making bad jokes. Okay. I don't know. She wears Aslan's mane, right? In the battle or whatever. But then when yeah. he, she kills him, they're like cutting all the fur off in like little pieces. So like doesn't make sense how she gets it all. But yeah, I just thought it was interesting. Again, I mean, I think she kills it. I mean, just her, so you get the, like her, you know, insanity, but also her how dangerous she is. But also she is like, does feel rational. Like, I mean, when she's interacting with Edmund, she's really good. But yeah, that final scene, like and when, uh, scene, when right? yeah, when Aslan runs up to the top of the thing it and roars, you can just see it in her face. She does a great eyes. job. Yeah. She does yeah. so good. That scene's awesome. Very, very she, good. When he eats her. And also, like, it's kind of a weird effect they don't really use in many movies where, like, Peters is standing still and they have all, the, like, the huge motion blurs of all the characters. I think mm-hmm. it's super effective in that scene. I thought it was kind yeah. of actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. But, yeah. All right. Well, let's call it a night. Uh, we appreciate everyone listening. Hopefully, you go watch it if you haven't seen it or rewatch it if it's been a while. Um, we'll be back next week and we'll see you real soon.